enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone, your end-time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and uh, I'm coming to y'all on July 20th, 2012, episode number one. Uh, this is going to be going on YouTube and also um, the other various outlets. Um, so uh, this is our new format. We're just going to be doing podcasts, simple podcasts, no no, no complications, no difficulties. Uh, just going to enjoy ourselves and put the information out there and do the work of the Lord. Uh, there has uh, been a shooting in Aurora. Uh, Colorado, and uh, unfortunately, 12 people were dead and uh, 50 wounded, uh, and they were uh, attending a Dark Man Rising uh, movie. And uh, if you all don't know what Dark Man Rising movie is by now, it's a Batman. Uh, this movie, in particular, to me, is quite spooky. Uh, to me, it symbolizes uh, a uh, change, a shift uh, in culture. It, it symbolizes uh, just what it says, dark men rising. Uh, we know in the Bible prophecy circles uh, that the Antichrist will rise in the last days. And the Bible calls him the king um, of fierce continents. He is the man of sin. Uh, the Bible calls him the willful king and this man will be coming to the scene near you or coming to a movie near you um, of course today was no movie it was reality and uh, I, I don't believe it's no accident uh, I, I hate to come off really quickly and say that but I, don't, I just don't believe these things are accidents especially when the president has to address the nation that quickly um, gun control, UN gun control treaty will be uh, voted for uh, on the 27th of July. Perfect timing for that. But I think this goes beyond uh, the 27th of July UN vote. I believe this is um, the first of many incidents that will be happening and transpiring in the coming days, not months, not years. Not decades, days. Uh, I think the next 60 days, actually the next 90 days, will will be very dramatic for the whole world. 
and I could be wrong. We could have another year or so. But uh, I, I do believe that the Aurora shooting was just the start of many things. Was this a terrorist attack? No, they're not saying it's a terrorist attack, but it was a deranged man who, in his 20s, um, seemed to either be playing cop upstairs or uh, very, very uh, uh, fantasy-wise, uh, very, very um, dreamy up in his head. Maybe he's got a couple of screw looses. Uh, maybe he's pretending like he's Batman. Who knows? You know, where the camera says, I'm Batman. You know, but maybe he thinks he's Batman. I, I always had a joke. Until you can ask my wife, I, I say to her and that a lot of people leave the movie thinking they're Iron Man, or wishing they're Iron Man at least, or thinking leaving the movie thinking they're the Terminator, or leaving the movie thinking they're part of some, you know, battle force galactica to save the world. You know, everybody wants to be a hero. Everybody wants to feel important. Uh, to say the least. Um, but um, the Bible says that there will be perilous times uh, in Timothy, 2 Timothy 3. And uh, we have entered those perilous times a while back, but there's going to come a time. Of course, I'm a fall feast person. I believe that um, the spring feast was fulfilled um, when Jesus first came here, that was unleavened bread, first fruits, Pentecost, and Passover, and not particularly in that order. Um, the second uh, group will be the Feast of Trumpets, uh, the Feast of Sukkot, and the Feast of Yom Kippur, which they're not in even in that order. I, I need to practice the order. But um, I believe that the Antichrist will rise on a particular feast day. I believe he will receive a mortal wound on the feast day. I believe that Jesus Christ will come back and smoke him on a specific day. I also believe that um, Jesus' second coming for the church will resonate on the Feast of Trumpets, which is a two-day event, which no man knows the day and hour, because that is one of the titles of this event, which is called Rosh Hashanah. Would I preach this every day? Would I try to get it popular on YouTube? Probably not. You know why? Because God probably don't want people to know. Because he wanted people to have an urgency. Um, he also wanted to have people um, with a sense of responsibility, uh, with a sense of gratitude towards him, uh, mercy towards others, uh, not to fall asleep, not to go on railway until um, you can get it out or, or pay the full price. Um, so, what is going on uh, right now is a change. Uh, and I believe that whenever Jesus comes back, it'll be in the fall. But the summer leading up to the fall will be kind of similar to this one. Uh, and when I say that, I mean as far as the Middle East, as far as the economy, as far as how, you know, people are killing each other in high schools or at work or how the how the society has has become completely uh degenerate. Um the Bible talks about and um <coughs> excuse me and Luke that there will be many commotions, wars and commotions. Commotions is probably taken care of by the average citizen. Wars is on the government's part. 
But um, yeah, I guess that's that's the same thing. You can be warring with your neighbor also. And uh, we got many of those things going around too. Neighbor shooting neighbor. Uh, well, it's completely contrary to the Bible where it says love your neighbor as yourself. Guess you should shoot yourself in that case. And that's been covered too. Um, people eating people. Um, preachers fighting with each other. I mean, literally duking it out. Fighting. Um, I mean, just mamas killing babies. Taking, I mean, just crazy stuff, folks. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't no peaches and cream. I mean, when the when the Bible prophecy uh, watcher goes to their family members or friends or relatives, and they say, "This is it. This is it. You've been saying that for a while. This is it. This is it. You've been saying that for a while. This is it. This is it. You've been saying it for a while until it appears that we're crying wolf, and eventually, boom, it's it." That's it. No more time left. Um, and that seems to be the case. Now, I wanted to cover uh, Israel, who um, it appears to be blaming the um, the um, terror attack um, on um, Hezbollah. And Hezbollah is a satellite of, um, of Iran. At least it appears to be, uh, and I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take a uh, break as soon as I find my switchboard. <laughs> if I find my switchboard, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back after these messages. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson, inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture at American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think one once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's anamericanwarning.com.
and the last days. The Bible lays out our future, and host Phil Armstrong examines what the Scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible, and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. All right, we're back. Uh, now, uh, I want to go in a little bit more detail of uh, Israel and their pursuit now, and as always have been, of um, the immediate nations that surround them. Now, I've done a show about a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last month, where I was saying that uh, people keep saying that Israel is going to attack Iran. Now, I do not believe Israel is going to get to Iran. And I'm going to tell you all why. And it's obvious. Now, do I own the patents on Bible prophecy? No. But Israel will never get to Iran. Not, not the way we think. Not like the United States got to Iraq. United States destroyed Iraq and killed a lot of Iraqis. And a lot of our soldiers went with it. Um... I, 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 when you read Ezekiel 38 and 39, let, let me go ahead and read that because that, that's going to give you, I mean, it's, it's everybody, if you really think about it, if you really, if we really just stop and think about things, uh, instead of just sort of taking everybody's word for it, we will be okay. Now, remember, Russia comes as a guard to the people that they are with. Uh, it says uh, that in verse 4 of Ezekiel 38, it says, And I will turn thee back, talking about Russia, and the leader of Russia, which is a spirit. Gog is actually a spirit. So I'm pretty sure it's talking about the leader, but the spirit behind the leader is also important. It says, And I will turn thee back and put hooks in thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth. And all that will be with thee, and all thy army, horsemen, horses and horsemen, so I think they'll be on foot, all uh, on horse, horse and foot, maybe, um, with a great company. And then it goes on to talk about Persia, Ethiopia, Libya, with them, all of them with shield and buckler. Now, Persia is with them. And in and, and verse 7, it says, Be thou prepared and prepare thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. So Russia will be a guard unto Iran. Now, let's look at this closely. If the date of October is pushed, could Russia go after Israel? Instead, at a much earlier date, beating them to the punch. And I'm going to be pushing this theory, and this is what it is, my opinion, but I'm going to be pushing this theory quite often because I want y'all to understand, 
Now, this could be wrong as all outdoors, um, but in the Word of God, it talks about, and I have to find it, but it talks about um, Syria. Because I, I this is a different Bible, and the, and the words are, are different, but it talks about uh, Syria being taken out. But what I was referring to is, oh, here it is, uh, in verse 11, um, and uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, it says, And thou shalt say, I will go up against the land of all walled villages. Now, do y'all understand? I say, well, there are walls in Israel right now. Do you understand it? I'm pretty sure of a country about the size of Rhode Island, you can take down walls overnight almost. It would take about a week. So it's no, it's no big deal. No big deal at all. If you get Syria attacked and Damascus is taken out in Isaiah 17, and the nations at the end of the uh, Isaiah 17, Russia in like a mighty wind, and Israel takes care of them, uh, or God takes care of them, but Israel will get the credit for the first one, which is probably Psalms 83. Uh, if there is an interim peace of deal with the leaders of the world, a temporary one, um, there's enough time for them to say peace and safety. Now, the, the Bible does not say anywhere in Ezekiel 38 and 39 that they're dwelling peaceful, peace and safely. It just says safely. Now, it says they're dwelling at rest. Now, if you could just kick somebody's tail, if you just beat up on some a nation, you, you'll be cocky enough to chill out, right? They're not expecting Ezekiel 38 and 39. They, they don't dwell on the on Bible prophecy like some of us watchers do. So it says, I will go, I will go to them that are at rest. Now, rest is another word for peace, but it's not the type of rest you're thinking about. It's just rest. You know, they they just kick somebody's butt, so they laying down. Now, why didn't the, why didn't the Bible use the word peace, sleep? Here, it just said that the main word that sticks out to me is they're dwelling safely. Oh yeah, if you just kick some army's tail, you're gonna be dwelling safely also. Now, the October date keeps popping up between October and November for Israel to go after. So they're gonna be alone. They're probably gonna be alone unless unless something else happens. So if Israel's date to hit Iran. Is between October and November, at least before the election. Then, remember, Israel also has its own Jewish holidays, so it's going to be pushing some things outward. Um. So, what can happen? And this is just a speculation, or I'm not going to say speculation. I'm, I'm I get in trouble with that word speculation. This is my opinion. But this is the way I interpret the Bible. How about that? This is the way I interpret the Bible. Um, Israel's going to, it's already set the date for October, November time frame. In the near future, Israel will go after Hezbollah and they will get into a war with Lebanon and the nations around it. Egypt will be drawn in. Of course, they will finish the fight with Syria. Uh, they might get a little help with that one. Um, and Israel ends up kicking somebody's tail. Um, then that will leave a space of a couple of weeks or months 
for Israel to prepare to go against Russia. I mean, go against Russia. Yeah, they're going to be going against Russia too. But, <laughs> but go against Iran in October and November. But Russia is going to beat them to the punch. And I'm going to ask y'all so I'm going to ask y'all a question. What would be a good day for Russia to do that? In other words, what can catch Israel off guard? Now, the Yom Kippur War, I think it's in 73. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll leave a I'll leave a message somewhere uh, um Facebook or YouTube or, or Blog Talk or wherever. Yom Kippur War was in 1973, um, and that's exactly what, what it was. It was, a, it was a, a Jewish feast day. It was a Jewish observance day. Um, so what happened on that day is that the nations of the world came in and invaded uh, Israel, at least tried to, tried to blow them out of the face of the earth, but it didn't work. Uh, so they ended up getting their tails whooped and, and walking away with a dog between, with the tail between their legs. Uh, so if that didn't work, uh, they asked themselves the question, what will? So uh, ever, ever since then, their plans were to blow Israel out of the water, uh, and it never happened. Uh, but what happened the last time Israel tried to flush out Lebanon? They went away with the tail between their legs. Of course, it wasn't God's timing. Uh, that that wasn't God's specific timing. In 2006, a lot of people thought things were taking off. I mean, there's a lot of times. There's a lot of birth pain since since uh, <coughs> since Israel's uh, conception in 1948, and um, we've seen. Uh, Especially me, I've been studying about prophecy for a while, so I saw a lot of birth pains and and contractions and and now that I believe the woman's going to have her baby uh, any day now, uh, and that and as a watcher, that's a blessing, but at at the same time, it kind of brings me sorrow uh, to see a great country that was blessed by God and used by God mightily to go down like this. Uh, like they are. So, uh, yeah, Israel will go in and take out uh, the territories of Gaza, Hezbollah, Hamas, um, Fatah, all of those organizations, unless Fatah ends up working for Israel. Um, the storm is coming, folks. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen uh, as far as the Olympics, if they're going to be a terrorist attack, but I know one thing about the Olympics. Uh, I believe that the Olympics is going to be a day, if they even have an Olympics, uh, it's going to be a day where the demons are called down by the open ceremony, and the world will never be the same. Uh, the if you look actually if you look up on Google, the opening ceremony for the Olympics, um, I remember seeing a, a title or theme of calling down the Pollyon. Uh, and if you read the word of God, the Pollyon uh, comes out of the bottomless pit with many demons. And if you read uh, the book of Joel, Joel, it talks about, it describes, I think it's the third chapter, the second chapter, it describes 
some uh, beast climbing over the walls, and they uh, run and they fly. I guess they fly with um, unity. They are all in a line, dressed up, bucklers and shields. Well, I think these invisible demons will be called down uh, in the Olympics. And uh, the Bible does say later on that the um, uh, the world gets worse uh, because the Holy Spirit is gone, but iniquity have already uh, ran its course. Now, let me go back to uh, Russia invading Israel. And this is just my belief. Uh, I've always believed this, uh, that Lot got out of the city just in time. Uh, Lot um, was rescued uh, just before the rocks fell. Noah went into the ark just before it started to rain. Um, I believe that Rosh Hashanah, or the Feast of Trumpet, which is a two-day event. Now, for me to say that I know the day and hour would be ridiculous, even if it fell on the on this holiday, this Jewish feast, because there are 24, I think there's 24 time zones. Uh, I'm going to be looking that up because I can't walk and chew jump all at the same time. But uh, I'm going to be looking it up, so if I kind of hesitate a little bit, that's what I'm doing. But I'm thinking uh, it's a 24 time zone. How many time zones are there? Okay, so I'm a, I'm looking for how many time zones. I'm thinking it's 24. Uh, there's how many time zones? Oh, I'm going to find out right now. And I'm going to tell you why you don't know the day and hour anyway. So I well this thing right here is I don't I don't believe it so on my next show I'm I guess I'll keep looking at this. one person this is saying twenty four and then somebody else is saying forty but forty does not make any sense but let's just say it's twenty four Rosh Hashanah is a two day event it is known as the blowing of the trumpets the day of the blowing of the trumpets it's the day of the coronation of the king. Uh, it's the day of the wedding. It's the day of war, a warning of war. Uh, uh, the Feast of Trumpets. Uh, it's, it, it, it has a title, just like me myself. I, I'm a father. I'm a stepfather. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, husband. I'm a veteran. I mean, I have. I'm a student. Uh, I, I I'm a watcher. <laughs> I ha- I have many titles. So um, the Feast of Trumpets has many titles as well. Uh, but a particular thing about the Feast of Trumpets is that it's also called the day that no man knows. And could Jesus have been saying simultaneously as no man actually knows the day and hour, but also saying that, that, talking to the Jewish people, this is the time I said I was coming back at Rosh Hashanah, or the Feast of Trumpets. Uh, it's a 24-hour event, uh, event. So if y'all listening to this show right now or in the archives, and uh, by the way, we have a whole lot of listens this month. Um, if you uh, are on the East Coast right now, it's 1027. Now, you definitely, if the rapture happened right now, will be at a different hour, right? 
I'm at 7, right now I'm at 728, and you're at 1028. And somebody in Hawaii is like 6, like and still in the morning time. They just, just got to bed. Uh, it's like what in Hawaii? It's like um, 2 o'clock still. I mean, it's early in Hawaii. Uh, and two hours ago, it would have been still the next day, the, the, the day before in Hawaii. Or in Israel, it's another day. Uh, wow. No man knows the day and hour. It's like people fight and argue about that, but it doesn't make any sense because they forget the time zones. I don't I don't I I don't understand that myself. No, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, let me get off the soapbox. Um so yeah. Um could Russia because remember the feast of trumpets is also a warning shot. Um the blowing of the uh, trumpets is also to signify the wake-up call to the assembly of God and also a warning shot to the people of God. <clears throat> and it says in Joel, verse 2, it says, Blow ye a trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountains. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is come, for it is a night at hand, a day of darkness, and a gloominess, a day of clouds, and a thick darkness. Uh, so it, it's uh, the day of the Lord is a terrible day, but how does the day of the Lord begin? As a thief in the night. Now, going back to Rosh Hashanah, could Russia invade Israel on a Jewish feast, particularly the Rosh Hashanah? Folks, if Damascus is taken out, Look for Russia to invade Israel any day. I'm not talking about next year. That does, they're not going to wait until next year to do that. Because Israel is not going to wait until next year to go after Iran. Why would they do that when they got momentum? Uh, we have to think about these things. Um, I don't own the patent on Bible prophecy, but I'm just saying that there's no, Israel said it themselves. They're not going to let Barack Obama have a second term. And, um, at the rate it's going, folks, even if the markets are bad, um, if, if uh, a terrorist attack or two happens, you know, they they they're going to eventually um, uh, give Obama a second term, or there might not be any elections um, because of terrorist attacks and, and World War Three and. The rapture of the church and all this other stuff. And yeah, I believe the rapture of the church is soon. Now, am I saying this on Rosh Hashanah? I'm not dogmatic, but I'm I'm, I'm a puppy. <laughs> I was uh, I I believe that yeah, Rosh Hashanah is going to play a big role in the coming days. Well, anyway, uh, my my next thing I want to talk about is famines. Um, but I also want to combine it with the serious the seriousness of the hour. Um, being left behind and being um, on earth as the unbelievers, um, and remember, God has not appointed us to wrath. Uh, being being here as unbelievers um, is going to be a trying time. Um, Jesus told the church of Philadelphia that 
that I will keep you out of the time of testing that is coming upon the whole world. Testing is not necessarily all in all a bad thing. You take a test in college um, and you get better at, at what you're doing. I mean, there's 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 times where a football team do, do, does preseason and stuff like that, but the Bible is mostly addressing the wrath of God, the wrath of man, and the wrath of Satan. And the first half of the tribulation period, folks, is still going to be bad. Um, people thinking that the first half of the tribulation period is still is going to be okay because the Antichrist is, you know, signing peace deal and stuff like that. It might, it might be tolerable, but it's not going to be all hunky-dory. You know, come on down to the old corral. Let's have a good time. It ain't going to be like that. I mean, people are going to still have a sense of, you know, life, not unlike the second half of the tribulation period where life will be sucked out of you because there's going to only be, I, I tell my kids, and yeah, I tell my kids about Bible prophecy. I tell my kids, when you go to Walmart, of every five people, four people are going to be dead. Well, actually, three are going to be dead and two, one is probably going to be still alive and one is probably going to be raptured. Um, and that's not a good thing to think about. <laughs> but you got to think about it. You got to warn your family members. Yeah, and I tell my kids, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I should be sorry that you guys can't become doctors and lawyers and models and football players. Or should I be happy that, hey, you you are your name is written in the book of life. What 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 what's one do you want? I mean, eternal life, or do you want to have uh, a career in football or baseball and go to hell? I don't tell them that though. That's kind of mean. <laughs> Get doggone close to it. I mean, these kids are just trifling today. I mean, for real. I guess another show by itself. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go to that. <laughs> to that one today. I mean, I believe it's a parent's responsibility, but at the same time, uh, I do believe that uh, a lot of times we think it's the parent's responsibility, but if these kids have um, uh, responsibility in themselves. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back. Chapter 17. The burden of Damascus. Behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap. The cities of Aroer are forsaken. They shall be for flocks which shall lie down, and none shall make them afraid. The fortress also shall cease from Ephraim, and the kingdom from Damascus, and the remnant of Syria. They shall be as the glory of the children of Israel, saith the Lord of hosts. And in that day it shall come to pass that the glory of Jacob shall be made thin, and the fatness of his flesh shall wax lean. And it shall be as when the harvestman gathereth the corn, and reapeth the ears with his arm. And it shall be as he that gathereth ears in the valley of Rephaim. Yet gleaning grapes shall be left in it, as the shaking of an olive tree. Two or three berries in the top of the uppermost bough, four or five in the outmost fruitful branches thereof. 
saith the Lord God of Israel, At that day shall a man look to his Maker, and his eyes shall have respect to the Holy One of Israel, and he shall not look to the altars, the work of his hands not... Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture an American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's anamericanwarning.com. lays out our future, and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible, and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. All right, I'm back. Uh, I had to take a break there for some reason. Uh, we got about 19 minutes left. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and um, read some scripture right quick, and just because uh, uh, that that shooting today uh, that happened in Aurora was, um, you know, something that's probably going to be a mere effect of what's going to be happening, and in the, in the near future, in the next couple of months and years. Um, but anyway, Second um, Timothy three. Um, says this, it says this, know also 
that in the last days perilous times shall come. Dangerous is the word for perilous. For a man should be lovers of themselves, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, stay away. Uh, it says, uh, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Huh. Well, anyway, let's go back uh, and some things I want to point out. Uh, in this day and age, uh, people are uh, more lovers of themselves than any culture because they've been taught to to love you themselves. Now, naturally, the Bible says, love your neighbors, you love yourself, or it says, uh, love your wife as Christ loves the church, or you know, what type of man who, uh, you know, uh, doesn't take care of himself because God's saying that we need to take care of our wife like we take care of our own body and nourish it. Uh, so the Bible's assuming uh, that we should love ourselves somewhat. I mean, that's what kind of man don't love himself, you know. That's common sense. God created that for that to be true. Uh but when it comes to loving yourself on steroids, uh, that's what this culture is. Uh, also, uh, it talks about covetous. That means wanting your neighbor's goods, boasters, proud. Uh, I met a lot of proud people in my time. Matter of fact, I still know a few. Uh, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful. Unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers. Um, trying to get some one of these to stick out. Um, it says, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Um, people always go into seminars and, and listen to the preachers online, but they're not willing uh, to uh, change. They're not willing to let the word seep in and take root. Uh, the only root that they have is, uh, you know, root of the world. The world is in their heart. And uh, you're not going to get that out of your heart unless you submit yourself to God. Uh, it says heady, uh, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Uh, people rather have fun than to give uh, any attention to God. Uh the Bible says that they wake up and every day they, they don't know me. They don't even try to remember me. They don't know of me because uh, that's not their modus operandus. People's modus operandus, when it, when it is to have fun, uh, you lose focus. Um, what did it say? It said that uh, sin um, will last for a season. 
seeing lasts for a season. Uh, remember that salvation comes to those who seek God, not to those who um, just you know think that they're gonna live uh, for themselves, be the king of themselves, and then uh, when it's time to go to heaven or when it's time to go to hell, they want to choose at that point that God should let them into heaven because of uh, they were good. And even the bad people say, well, my good outnumbers my bad. You know, well, that's not the case. But anyway, uh, I uh, this month um, we have uh, 6,900 listens. Um, and after our last month, we had eight. So we're well on track to beat that for this month. But um, had I been doing shows every day, or even close to it, we'd probably be way up there by now. Uh, and also YouTube. Videos aren't good that good for me for YouTube. I don't like my videos for, because I, I would rather do them in this setting right here uh, than uh, do it, you know, straight looking into the camera because I'm, I'm not all that good looking <laughs> into the camera, as you can see. Uh, I think it got a little bit light outside, so I have to bring down the color so you're going to see the color darken a little bit but um, I can actually when I'm when I'm taping this stuff uh, kind of just adjust things okay there we go alright so we got about 12 minutes left so uh, if y'all want to call in uh, that's fine but um, in this show I want to finish up by talking about Jesus and uh, his salvation. Um, every man is going to have to make that decision. Uh, the, we live in a matrix, sort of. Uh, you know, everybody you see is going to have to make the decision for Christ. And uh, if they don't uh, make that decision, uh, they're going to, uh, no matter what, uh, not come out with the right um, place. And what I mean by that is people think, well, I can just put the decision on railway. I can just wait until I'm almost going to die. Uh, I still got time. Well, you might not have time. You might not, you're not, you might not have that much time. You never know. Um, 150,000 people die every day. And as we talk and as I talk, somebody just died. Um, and in the near future, uh, like I say, out of every five people you see at Walmart, three of them will be dead before the end of this decade. And one will be raptured. And one will make it through the tribulation period. So uh, life is not promised. You, it, it's a gift. Um and hell is everything that is absent from God. And it says in James, it says all good things come from God. So hell is uh, the the absence of God. So air is not there. Clearing water is not there. You can't even drink water. Uh, you can't use the bathroom down there. You can't eat down there. I mean, you're in existence. And you probably be hungry and all the, you probably have sex. 
drive down there. You probably have anger issues down there. I mean, folks, it's, it's everything in a nutshell. It's hot. It's painful. The Bible says you should be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, if that's the case, that's pain. That's pain. Um, do, you, do you want your relatives to go there? Do you want your father to go there, your mom or your son or your daughter? I don't. Uh, but they're going to go. Uh, the Bible says some um, in Amos 3.7, Surely the Lord God would do nothing but he revealed his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Now, uh, is that prophets like in the Old Testament? <coughs> Or those his messengers or his believers. Well, the Bible says that we are priests and uh, kings and priests. And Peter, I think it says that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, now, are we prophets, though? Well, those are God's messengers, his preachers, his, his um, evangelists, uh, even those who. Uh, God ordained himself. And people say, well, um, men have ordained uh, themselves to be preachers. That's not going to work. Well, that's not that's not the case. If you got Blog Talk Radio or YouTube or you, uh, Ultimate Tube or uh, Ustream or whatever, you need to use it. Don't let it sit there. Don't, don't let technology sit there and don't use it. Because, you know, you got some theory that uh, it just, you know, you got to you got to you got to have license to to uh, go and preach. That's is that so? I mean, to me, that's not even um, that doesn't make any sense. The Bible says that we have an unction from the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you're at work and, and you speak to somebody, do you need a uh, preacher's, preacher's certificate from some seminary to tell your friend about Jesus? Well, right now I'm telling you all about Jesus because you all my friends. Uh, if you listen to this radio program, I'm going to do I'm going to use the technology, folks. I'm not going to wait for me to get a day certificate from some man's college university to tell you about Jesus. That's just not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, now, if I'm a hypocrite and I'm doing things that I should not be doing, then you guys can say, well, you know, you need to even step down from there. Yeah. Uh, but there's even people who ain't stepping down out there. I don't, you know, I'm not better than they are, but I'm not doing things that they're doing. I guess maybe I am better than they are. Good wise, maybe my conduct is better, but um, you know, I, I I'm I'm going to tell y'all now that we're all uh, commissioned by God, and uh, Matthew 28 to go preach the gospel. And then tonight I deliver that today, no, this morning I deliver that gospel to you that Jesus provided on the cross your uh, pending for sins and he has said it is finished he finished it on the cross 
no, he didn't go down to hell. He didn't uh, go and beat up the devil or nothing like that. He finished it on the cross. The devil was finished on the cross. And when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, when you put your constant faith in Jesus Christ, your everyday faith in Jesus Christ, and remain in his word and remain in, in living for you know Jesus and put Jesus first, you are born again. Now, some people think that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I, I want to be saved, but let me go do what I feel like doing or do what I want to do. Well, the thing is, is that God is Lord. He's going to be Lord. Uh, and if he's Lord of your life, uh, you're going to live for him. Uh, and you're gonna do it daily. Uh, if you say that I, I'm on the, you know, football team, and you during practice are in the parking lot or hanging around with some other guys that's not on the team, then are you on the team? Eventually, you won't be on the team. So if you say that you belong to Jesus and you, and you're living your life the way you want to live it, uh, and you're somewhere else, or Heck, you can even be on the team and violate the rules or violate uh, the conduct or or just don't even study the playbook. Don't even try to catch a pass. you just as much as eliminated from being a part of the team. Well, your heart has to be in it. Um, and you know, your heart has to be for Jesus. The Bible says we pick up our cross daily and follow him. Uh, the Bible says deny yourself. The Bible says examine yourself. The Bible says that we should uh, uh, can earnestly contend for the faith. If we honestly contend for the faith, it's just like an Olympic start. They honestly contend. Now, there's not a, I don't see too many people honestly contending for the faith. Uh, I just don't see that. What I see is... Uh, People, uh, I got a fly flying around, a little bitty tiny one. I hate that. But what I see is people just um, trying to uh, wear the Christian banner and say that we're Christians. But I don't, I don't believe that. So, um, so where do we stand? What, what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks? I'm not 100% sure, but the scenario I gave you is the best one I can come up with. Um, Rosh Hashanah is the 16th and the 18th of September this year. Is it going to happen this year? I don't know. But um, uh, if it does, you need to be ready. And if it don't, you need to be ready. Uh, we do live in perilous times. Uh, I can sense people are getting uh, more evil um, as days go on. Uh, it's not the love. We 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 way past the love. Um, we we probably just got it now in our families, uh, and that's leaving. The Bible says that the the um, brother, um, the father will be against son, the mother will be against daughter, the mother-in-law will be against daughter-in-law, and the very uh, foes of the household will be your enemies. And that's the most scary thing about the tribulation period, because if you can't trust your family, who can you trust? Um, 
I think a lot of the culture is degenerate. Uh, a lot of people uh, commit crimes and then they look at you and, and think it's the police fault. Well, it's the same thing with a lot of uh, people, a lot of kids. They, they, they commit the crimes and then they blame the parents. Uh, and that's society itself. Uh, and so we play, we have the victim mentality. Um, and with the victim mentality, sooner or later the nation will fall. Uh, and uh, when you're a victim, uh, like they're teaching men to be victims nowadays, uh, the black man and, and the white man, and everybody is the victim. Um, and when, it, when the men's trying to be the victims, uh, the women move in and take over. Uh, I, I, do, I do believe that the uh, feminist movement has weakened the family. And when the feminist movement weakened the family, it's obvious. You watch the TV shows, the mom's always the strength uh, of the house, not the strength where back in the day where the mom was like solving all the issues and, you know, all the burdens are placed on the mom. I'm talking about the mom goes out, works, tells the father what to do, tells the kids to don't respect their uh, father by what they're doing. I mean, it's, it, uh, that's that's the culture we live in, folks. Um, and uh, it ain't no joke. So um, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, uh, call him today. I was coming to save you. The Bible says in uh, Revelation chapter 3 that I, Jesus is just the talker, the one talking. He says, I stand at the door and knock. If you open up the door of your heart, I'll come in to you. Folks, the seriousness of the hour is coming, and it's already here. Uh, make sure you say before you walk out outside your door. Uh, God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. Yeah, please.